What's going on, man? We back. Another episode of the Man and Man Pod. Um, AB Antoine Bate. Um, as always, man, I got my I thought, co-host. Wait, I thought it was Antonio. Wait, <laughs> Antonio. So we got we got we got jokes. We got jokes early in the game. Um, got my co-host D Butt DB. Um, and today's guest, man. Um, I'm I'm happy that you know we have this young man on the show, man, and. Mm. Uh, again, man, he 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 played the game. He's been called young man in a while, huh? Right, no, right. He no, he played not. the game. Um, he played the position. Um, through the times that we've played against each other, I can speak. You know, we've um, you know, gained a friendship. You know, uh, a genuine friendship. Um, six-time Pro Bowler, uh, two-time first-team All-Pro, uh, yeah. NFL yeah. interception leader in 2011. Um. Consensus All American at Utah. I guess we can keep going. Nah, um, two time, I think. Two time, I think. Come on, man. Nah, keep uh, going. Keep going, man. Uh, what? All decade. Um, just announced for the All Decade yeah. team. Um, forty. Uh, one of, forty picks. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty. And um, one of the when he when he lets it grow when he when he. Let's the beard grow out one of the best beards yeah, in the game. No, I see you trying um, to come along, man. <laughs> um, none other, man. My man nah, Eric Weddle. <laughs> none other, my man Eric Weddle, man. What's up, man? Man, it's uh it's a pleasure to get on with you guys, pause and uh <laughs> yeah. no, you gotta you know, do that right, I know, I know. We're old school, man. I've I've been around these young bucks the last few years and I can't even carry on two sentences without them checking me. I'm like, yo, man, right. I'm, I'm one right. of the straightest guys you'll ever meet. So you can just cut all that out. Right, uh, right. Man, it's just uh, it's good to see people that you love and respect and admire from afar and, like you said, gained a friendship uh, over the years. And, man, it's just a, it's an honor to be on with you guys for sure. Hey, man, our pleasure to have you on, man. Our pleasure. We're we going to jump into it, man, because I know this going to yeah. be a good convo. Yeah, um, sure. obviously, obviously, we got a lot of football and a lot of um, you know your career to talk about. But let's start off with uh, the NBA playoffs. I know you're a big fan of the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, what you think? What you think about what's going on across the whole uh, landscape of the playoffs right now? Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's interesting how they're they're going about it and getting it done. I mean, shoot, they've been in for how long now? A month and a half, and, yeah. and they've been yeah. able to control the health and keep everyone isolated which i never thought would be possible but they're doing it which is which is impressive in itself and then you know it's crazy it's like it's like you know we all play hoops in the in the off season i've been i've been playing in the adult leagues throughout my career and mm-hmm. man i swear it's like 20 hour 24 hour fitness at lunchtime <laughs> right you got guys balling that never would have been playing good if the fans are out <laughs> there the fair, pressure yeah. Like it's 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 awesome. I mean, it's yeah. it's guys are guys are playing free, and it's just it takes it reminds everyone that when when it's live, even though it is live, but it's different when the lights are on, yeah. people are out there, a whole different TV. Element. Like it's it's just a whole different vibe where guys are are becoming men become yeah. a beast yeah. and you never would have heard of these guys so it's fun it's fun to you know from for just normal people uh giving something to look forward to and you know you got luca playing out of his mind you got the yeah. lakers who the first game forgot how to play 
then they mm-hmm. come back and win three in a row and then the sky's falling and you know rightfully so and when uh you know you're the man with lebron you're you're, you're the man then Everybody that comes with it. greatness yeah yep. criticism comes with it and you know, I get tired of his uh, his excuses at times and planting those <laughs> seeds. If if he doesn't have a successful run or if he doesn't win the ship, it's like, come on, man, just uh, own the fans it. Weren't there, and this yeah. wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, just just own it, man. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just say everyone's dealing with the same stuff. I don't want to be exactly. hearing none of that. I don't want to exactly. hear none of that. Especially if you're in the goat convo. Yeah, I'm a big, like, I'm a, I'm a big LeBron guy, so I, I I've been defending him for years, and now I know he is. I know in year 17. But I, I still, you know, like you said, that first game you coming out, you got, you know, you got a great stat line, but I got to see yeah. you take over, man. That's what I, I expect. You come you. out if, 10 points the next thing, you're like, come on, man. Yeah. If, come if, on, man. if my teammates aren't making no buckets through a half mm-hmm, or even yeah. through three quarters, I'm not passing I'm, no I'm more. I'm not passing I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. That, that's the one game, the one sport that – you could take over. I'm sorry. Like, but that's never, it's never been. And that's why he's, that's why he is great. That's why his greatness is what he brings to the other aspects of the game and just yeah. making the right play and all this other stuff. But I'm more of a Kobe MJ type. If I'm building Ooh. a team, I want a killer. I want, you know, that's who I want. And no, no disrespect. Like I think, I think LeBron's one of the greatest ever. And yeah. I'm, I'm not going to deny yeah. that. I'm not, I'm not ignorant to that conversation, but if it just baffles me that his mid-range and po- low post game in 17 years has never become anything I, more I than I think it's just... gotten better, though. It's gotten better. You definitely <sighs> but, evolved. Uh, it, it has, but when you when, when okay. you talking when you talking Kobe and MJ, that's a whole that's, that's a, a whole, whole different because yeah, yeah, yeah. that 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 elbow both of them at the elbow is is, is 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 some it was some crazy. There's just so many times in the game where he'll get into the paint, he'll get to the elbow, and he's always looking to pass. If he yeah. can't get to the rim, it's like you got a baby jumper. You got, as the old mamba used to say, a bunny. I missed too <laughs> many bunnies tonight. It's like, LeBron, you yeah, – yeah. come on, man. I'm sorry. I don't want you kicking out to Green or Danny Green. <laughs> or Waiters. I'm sorry. I'd rather you hit that little ten foot baby jumper and live with it and move on to the next possession. But yeah. you know that's just nitpicking uh, yeah. for a guy that that has come in. Geez, probably since 16 had oh, everyone yeah. in the world against him and for him and has lived up to it. So yeah, he's uh, he's great in all the aspects on and off the court. Uh, you know, you always wish a little more. You always, you're always wanting more out of the, out of the players that you you think could give more. But mm-hmm. I mean, the man, the man is incredible. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, coming in with a Malcolm X book and say you've reading it, <laughs> and then can't really spout out much they, of hey, what you've read spot, so far. Hey, 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 I mean, spot. I'm like, come on, man. Did you not think that you were going to get asked? That. At least, I at mean, least, pull oh, up man. Uh, the spark notes. Some, some cliff notes. You seen or, the movie? Like, come hey, on, man. He man, had to go something. That was not a good look for my dog, man. <laughs> they, it was not they, a good look. They put hey, him on the spot. Shoot. Put him on the spot. It's all good. We all get we all, we all get caught sometimes. Yeah, Very no smart doubt. Man. No doubt. <laughs> we all get caught sometimes. Yeah, uh, man. for sure, for sure. But I don't know. Like, I I think Toronto, Milwaukee. That's the my East. pick out of the East. Toronto's coming that, out of the I East, I think man. Toronto, yeah. Yeah, I think Toronto as well. And then, man, the Clippers look off, bro. They look. They look off? They look off. 
I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're playing well. I think they look slow. I think yeah. they. I, I think I, they'll I figure know. it out though. I mean, they yeah, gotta get past round one. I mean, you gotta yeah. figure it out now. I mean, they they, I, I, they they're gonna figure it out, man. They 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 stepped it up last night, you know. Yeah, but uh, Porzingis was out, Luca's hurt, and he got yeah. one of the Morris brothers trying to take him out in between so, plays. Uh, oh, hey, hey, so let's speak let's on that. Right that. Let's let's speak on that. Let's Which, go right to that. And, and 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 I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking I'm thinking two ways, right? So I'm like, you know, ah, it was an accident. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he, Morris, he came out and said, look, yeah. you know, I've been, I've been playing this game for 10 years. I've done it the right way, whatever, X, Y, Z. Yeah. But then the competitor in me is like, okay, if, if I know I'm going into a game <laughs> and I know a quarterback has a, a bum elbow or whatever the case may oh, be, for sure. and I get a chance to hit that elbow, I'm what am I going to do? I'm going to hit it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So what, what, what you what you think? What's your honest opinion on that? Um, <laughs> I, I I'm just like you. I go both ways. Like the guys, you know, played for a number of years. Uh, I don't really know the guy uh, watching him play. He's never been on the Lakers, so I don't really know if he's dirty or not. Mm-hmm. It just seems odd. He's one of those guys who he 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 tethers the line. He's yeah, a tough okay, guy. So I just think I just think like. In that instance, in that thing, like he had it on his mind. Like, don't don't get it don't get it twisted. Like, he either had it on his mind or he was told through someone, like, look, man, you're a role player. We don't really need you. If you get a chance, like, let's go. Like, it's no different than than a role player in special teams, and they got a stud back there, kick return. Like, yeah, go in there to break break the wedge up. Yeah, like try to try to try to. Try to hit him as hard as you can. Like I'm not yeah. saying blow out his knee, but yeah. yo, when you throw it into that wedge, throw it in there a little bit harder this week. Yes, sir. I mean, that's we've all heard those conversations. That's oh like, yeah, that's, that's, see, like, that's football though. That's football. It's physical. It's violent. Yeah. Like you, you gonna I'm get those him. hits on. You gonna get those licks on. I don't think. And playing like you said, we all hoop. Even if you go to step on a guy's foot, that's moving and stuff like that's not that's not smart on your end. Like you can roll your ankle trying to step yeah. on somebody else's shit. So. I just I, and, and Luca kind of put his foot out last second. I don't think he went to do that intentional, man. Like they, they've been going yeah, back yeah. and forth, man. Like I mean, I, I don't I think mean, he tried I mean, his best to avoid it at the same time. But yeah. at all, all. all I wish, all I wish Luca would have would have done, not even in that play when he hit that game winner. I wish he would have said the first comment on the news conference would have said, "Hey, Clippers." Not bad for a white boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should have said. Not yeah. playing off. Not yeah. all this other stuff. We should just ended it right there. Hey, man, that's hey. not bad for a white boy. Hey, yeah. Hey. And especially that coming crushed up. Was, was that before or after the uh, the Montrez Harrell? Uh, I think that was after. That, that was, was after. That was after. Yeah. That yeah. was after. Yeah. So, they yeah. Dapped up pre-game. That, that would have been oh, fitting. Man, that would have been fitting. Been, Very fitting. I mean, just, that's, that's just right. That's a badass white boy. I take that one. For man. sure. <laughs> he, he definitely, we already knew about him, but I just feel as though. In the bubble, man, he's just you know what I mean taking his his game to another level. It's kind of one of the things we just kind of talked about with LeBron, where he's kind of putting the team on his back without Porzingis. Yeah, and, got you. Know what I'm saying he he's doing his thing for sure, for sure. Yeah, he's, man. He's so growing, who, he's growing who, up real quick. Go ahead. Who, who you got right now? Best player in the bubble. Uh, I mean, I, I Dame was out of control. Yep, he, he uh, games. He'll, he'll be out next game too. Yeah, yeah when I saw it, game. I mean, when I looked at it, I thought ACL for sure. Mm-hmm. Just the the way all his weight was on his leg, and mm-hmm. ho- hopefully not. Uh, 
but I mean, talk about a dude, just the mindset, you know, doesn't give two killer about anybody and, yeah. and wants the, wants to respect day in and day out. And, yep. you know, you just love that. You love that mentality. I mean, we, I think we all, all were, were players like that, you know, our mentality of always trying to prove ourselves and earn the respect and and when you get to that point then then you want to demand respect like put some respect on what i've done and what what i'm continuing to do yeah. and he fits that, that bill book. right yeah he fits sure. that bill so uh i think he he obviously was and is uh in the bubble uh you know it's crazy Giannis, what he did he, i think they just announced defense player of the year yep 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 and, and most likely i think mvp i don't know if they announced it yet but he got to do it. He got to do it on the big stage for me, man. He does. Like he does. And what? And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's just, a, it's just a, he's growing as a player. But the thing is, is like, you know, he could hit that, you know, three pointer that no one's on him and, and he's got five seconds to shoot the ball. But that mid range to, to outside jumper, like that, yeah, that game gotta, where he has to grow and continue because eventually yeah. he's not going to get to the basket like yeah. he, he yeah. wants to. He's not like a wall. physical – yeah, he's not a physical – he's physical, don't get me wrong, but like a, a bigger LeBron, like he's year 17 and still getting to the bucket. So yeah. mm-hmm. I just don't know. Like he's still limited, but, I mean, the guy is – I mean, yeah, he, again, he, I'm, nah, I'm he, nitpicking. He's a I'm big free freak. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know who your best guy is, though. Best guy in the league right now. I got to know this. I got Kawhi. I'm going Kawhi. L.A. Clippers. Kawhi. As Leonard, of right Sarge. now, he's so right right now. in the he bubble, ain't. not in the league. Yeah. But I'm saying right now in the league. In I the mean, league, league bubble. Right. I'm sure it's playoffs right now. I need it. who you going with right now. I got to go with this guy. I mean, right now I go with Anthony Davis. He's playing. A.D. Nah, he he's too inconsistent for me. Well, I'm talking about he's at his best. There ain't no one that can guard him. And vice versa, him him guarding the the other side. I know I'm, who you going I, with. I, I, mean, I said I said James Harden. When we were talking the bubble, I, yeah. I just thought James Harden was an instant bucket. I mean, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. I but mean, if right, you're talking right. about the NBA, I mean, it's Giannis because he's the MVP. And, and I'm, I'll go LeBron, man. I, I still rock with LeBron for real, for real. Like, I mean, what what he shit? Like he he's doing everything everybody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? Like you say you say Kawhi. Like I seen. My man Luca give that man buckets. Stop, yeah, stop yeah, it. He yeah, gave McCoy. He, he get hit off the car. Luca, Luca was great. We just talked to Shady about that whiteboard. I see I see Larry Bird give MJ and Pippen buckets too from time yeah, to time. Right that happened. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm so sorry. We've all been riding. Exactly. Happens to everybody. We all get got. We all get got. It happens to everybody. You right. You right. I just know Kawhi, he a cyborg, man. He's not coming out, he's not making excuses. Yeah, um, no, the I love, thing is, you know, I you got a little uh, no, low management here and there, but in the playoffs, he locked in. He coming out. You know what you're yeah. gonna get from him. You're gonna get nah. three something, probably ten or eleven rebounds and great defense. So I take that night in, night out. Nah, you. I mean, at the end of the day, man, you can't you can't go wrong with you can't go wrong with you can't go guys. you can't go wrong with you know Kawhi, Giannis, you know uh, LeBron, you LeBron. You can't go the wrong. The thing, the thing with LeBron, LeBron and uh, AD, I mean. AD leads that team in in points, rebounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, defensively, not obviously. LeBron stepped it up defensively this year over the last ten years. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you watch AD and he's on, I mean, he is. Whew. He he's scary. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh! And I and I think for the Lakers to win it, I think they have to. And when it comes down to fourth quarter, they have to run it through AD to slow the game down, get good shots. See, I, and I run think it, run it. I think opposite, the man. The post. I think opposite. I think they don't have a chance to win unless uh, LeBron is. You going through LeBron? You playing like he's your, he got to be your best player. I don't think they win the championship if AD is your best player in the playoffs. I didn't hear. You're tripping on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can't see it. He, he was he's yeah. the best player in New Orleans forever. They never made anything. I, yeah, and, they, I, and he I'm never not had riding a teammate that like LeBron. I'm not so, riding that I mean, wave. I need LeBron to take. I need LeBron to be the alpha, just like D Wade came and said, "Hey, LeBron's here. I got to take. I got to be Robin now." Yeah, like that AD first championship. First championship. Who was batting in Batman though? Who? Uh, shoot, uh, LeBron. That go without a doubt. No. So you trying to say? Who? I'm saying when it's fourth quarter time, who who was passing the ball to who? LeBron was passing to D Wade. Wade definitely hit shots. I mean, Kyrie hit shots. Shit, uh, John Paxson hit shots. You know what I mean? So Pax, Paxson is the same as D Wade? No, no, no. Come on We all need somebody. <laughs> I would say the second championship. You are right. That that it was it was him. Leading the way, but that first championship, yeah. don't discredit Wade and, and Crunch time. Oh, no, 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 no. The pressure shots needed to be made. It never. was Wade doing it. Wade kind of and, and then LeBron kind of learned the ropes and, and figured it out and, and and ran the show from there. So mm. agree. I know it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be I just hope you know the Lakers have a tough road. Yeah. They have to get through Portland, Houston, then Clippers, then Toronto yeah. or Milwaukee. I mean that's Especially with health. That's tough. So, so here's the question. Here's the question because you guys are LeBron guys. I mean, AB. I don't know. I'm a LeBron guy. With the whole goat conversation, but if he does, if he does pull this out and wins it, where does that does that give him enough? If you win a ring. Yeah. What else am I talking about? Oh, here goat. Yeah. He's the goat. Yeah. I mean, he already in the conversation for me, honestly. But if he win this ring, because I feel like. They talking about putting an asterisk on this, but I feel like this would be one of the tougher ones to get. Yeah, he, um, especially coming off of what? How many? A uh, two month? Uh, well, yeah. two months, right? Yeah, two month break. That, yeah, long break. I mean, yeah. but, but that that also is beneficial to a guy like LeBron. Yeah, it would, it would, yeah. months off the, and rest, and then he gets back into it. I mean, I go back and forth with this. May be the toughest. I think it's the toughest because the, the toughest road he has to get through. Yeah. But like the elements and all that stuff, like come on, like if we're just playing ball. And we don't got no kind of uh, outside interference, family, going out, distractions. It's way easier. So yeah, I don't want to hear see, none of the that, bubble that's, talk. That, that's one no side fans, of it. No yeah, all this other, other stuff. That's one side of it. But we but saw they, uh, with Paul, Paul George. George. Yep, Paul George talking after the after the game. And we talked about it on the show, like the mental health part of it. It just you know, Everybody going to deal with pandemic and everything differently. Yeah. But now you're I, in a bubble. Paul George is like, yo, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was out of it. I was, because, out of it in the dark place, etc. Like, yeah, yeah but is that it, because so. of of where they were, or is that be just because of what's going on in this country and and that affecting them? Like, who know? I, mean, I don't it, know. But I know one thing. As far as like, you could just think of, you can also put in there. Like, I think as as professional athletes, we get used to our routine as well. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, say. You know, you do your thing on a on a Sunday, and you get thrown off one Sunday. Shit, that could that could fluster you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So again, yeah. 
with Paul George not knowing, you know what I mean, what it is. It could, like you said, it could be the state of where we at in this world. It could be him being in the bubble. Um, we don't know what it is, but we could just, be anything. It could be anything, <laughs> yeah, but we can, we can just see the other side to it where, you know, we yeah. could be like, oh, it's easy, no distractions, you know, whatever the case may be. But in his case, it, it, it's something. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I mean, I'm sure he ain't, he ain't the only one dealing with it. And that's the thing. Everybody going to deal with it different. Everybody yeah. going to deal with that bubble different. But I just think even even so they, they bust their ass all year to get the, the number one seed. And now it don't really mean shit, honestly. <laughs> it's like oh, you playing. Man, the home court advantage is gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Matter, People don't man. have to go out to L.A. and say, damn, I got to go steal two <laughs> or steal mm-hmm, one yeah. in L.A. in front of Jack Nicholson. You know what I mean? That's big. That's big, <laughs> especially I mean, for LeBron, guy. If if nothing, none of this ever happened, like there's no way Dallas gets two games, maybe three, out of this in the Staples Center. No, no there's, there's maybe just zero chance. Maybe one. So yeah. I don't even think they get one. I don't. I don't think they're that good of a team. But compared yeah. to the Clippers, so I mean, so it is. I mean, you're totally right. Like all that stuff in the regular season is meaningless at this <laughs> point. Meaningless. It's, it's yeah. really just who's gonna who's playing the best at at uh, who's playing the best right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, shoot, shoot, man. Let's shift it, man. Let's shift shoot. it, man. We um we want to get the get the get into your mind, the 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 safety, the leader, of the the team, the leader, of the defense, man. Obviously, it's um training camp time. You know, teams are out there. You know, they doing their thing. Guys are busting their mm-hmm. butt. Um, I guess we could just dive right into it. the last team that you played with, um, the Ravens, man, and um. Obviously, you speak highly on the on the Ravens and their organization, what they have over there. Um, obviously, we seen that you know <clears throat> they let uh, they let Earl Thomas go. Um, how you think that will um, affect that uh, that defense um, or that or that team over there this 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 season? Yeah, I mean the thing with the thing about the Ravens is is I wouldn't say you you have to fall in line. They want they want you to be you. They want your personality to shine. Mm-hmm. But there also is an expectation that it's it's play like a raven, right? It's mm-hmm. it's do things right. Uh, no one's bigger than the team, and and you know some teams really some teams say those things, but Baltimore backs that up, and and I think the players in itself monitor that and and keep keep each other accountable. Like if a guy's late yeah. to a meeting, like we get on them, like yo, yeah, that's not how we do things around here, or. If you miss something or if you don't show up, or like all those things that, that happen, it it means something in that building, in that place. And everyone holds their chin up high because that's that's what expected and that's how they separate themselves from everybody else. That's the standard. And yeah. yeah, the standard is the standard. And you know, I don't they're not gonna miss a beat because of what they have as a team, uh the the what they're building what they have built and the system they run there. I mean, you're not going to replace a guy like Earl, but a lot of stuff that they did last year were different from what they normally do just because of some things they just couldn't do with him or Mm -hmm. he didn't like to do. So uh, it's going to free up what they, what they normally do with all the misdirection and and blitzing and all this other stuff. It is crazy how, how it all went down. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Especially at this point in the, in the off season, I yeah. guess still, that's just wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much you know. I'm still close with a lot of guys, so I know like yeah. everything that went down and what has happened. Yeah. So I mean, and I respect Earl and what he's done, and it's just crazy that you know to get in it with a running mate 
right. and get get in a fight or or punch your teammate for no reason. And, is, and that's and hard that's, for me to. And that was a tough thing for me. Whereas you know what I mean. And you play the position as well, and we're kind of looked upon as some of the you know the leaders on the team. You know what I'm saying, yeah. or at least on the defense. So for me to get into it, a fist fight with with Bob or um, whoever the case may be. Now we we yeah. might have a difference of opinion on what we might see on a play or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. But like you said, to get to that point, um, it had to be something brewing. Obviously, you know we. Yeah. we you know, we're not in the building. We're not in that huddle. Obviously, we don't know what's going on. But it yeah. was, you know, kind of raised my eyebrows a little bit. And um, it kind of, you know, it surprised me from, from it being Earl, just knowing, like, you know, one of the the best safeties to play in our era, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, coming from the Legion of Boom and just how uh, they had a tight-knit group back there with him, Cam, Sherm, um, you know, and those guys. So it, it was it was surprising to me. But you know, like you like you said, like um they got a standard there. They're not gonna deviate yep. from that standard. Um that's what makes that kind of what separates the good teams from the great teams. You know, like you said, guys yeah. holding each other accountable. So for sure. Yeah. I mean when I first got there, it was, you know, T Sizzle, you know, as big a personality as he is, and everybody knows mm-hmm. it. Yeah. This guy never missed a meeting, never was late to a meeting. And never miss practice. That's that's and that, that, that's and it. when you have that as your as the the best player on your team, mm-hmm. everyone falls in. So I come mm-hmm. in and I'm like, shoot, this is a perfect spot for me. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't got to deal with no drama. <laughs> I just get yep. in, get my work done, and then just do what I do, and I'll fit right in and work my tail mm-hmm. off and lead and do those things that 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 most guys do. But when you don't, and you don't back it up it just trickles down and and that affects everybody and there there are times where some teams let it go like yep. yeah you know Pittsburgh for that matter right with yeah. with Antonio uh, Brown like yeah, yeah. they they let it go they let it go and they were winning and winning and winning and then it just becomes too much Again, right? it, it always gets to a breaking point it does oh, yeah. and and it's tough for other players and young players and older players to see it Mm-hmm. And regardless if you if if it affects you or not, it does affect a lot of people. That hey, if I'm doing everything right, why doesn't he have to do everything right? All uh, right. And- so so I want to I want to ask you about that, right? So as a <clears throat> as a young guy in the locker room, right? So you you have this 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 player, um, multiple time, you know, Pro Bowls, whatever the case may be, and they always say, um, you know, young guys follow the older guys, right? And like you said, like, you know, you have these older guys that, you know, obviously, you know, it's it's a difference as a rookie. Hey, look, don't be don't be late. You 100%. know, every, everything has not, to be not right. Er, not everyone's treated the same, but exactly not everyone's treated the same. The head coach isn't going to treat your star player the same as some rookie or first year player that hasn't done nothing. There, There yep. is some leeway in there, but mm-hmm. continue on. So what I'm saying is, so as a young player, you know, you're telling me to look at these older guys. And like you said, you know, everybody's not going to get treated fairly or equally. Um, how do you think, you know, I kind of have my opinion on it, but how do you think being in different locker rooms? Um, and if you're not winning, obviously, if you're winning, everybody's like, OK, we go. Yeah. We're going to sweep it on the rug, sweep it under the rug. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're not winning. How do you think that could potentially affect your locker room? Well, it. It, it, it does affect it, whether you think so or not, because those guys, young guys, 
and and even middle of the road pack or special teams backups, right? Or even a, yeah. even a starter for that matter, right? You may not say anything, but it creeps in your mind, right? And it slowly starts getting at you or eating at you, whether you want to say something, whether you don't want to say something, you feel like you have enough respect of the locker room to say something or voice your opinion on this just isn't right. And then you don't say anything. And then, and then a blow up happens. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, then the team suffers from that because ultimately you're in this position because one guy is doing his own thing. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I just think the team's, Right, this was a big deal for the Ravens. Like they, they, they still owed him a lot of money, uh, mm-hmm. but you have to respect an organization that if something isn't right and they feel strongly about something, then they need to move in a different direction. Maybe. And whether they get criticized for it or not, they stand by it and move forward. And you know, you have to respect that. You know, that's now one you know. thing about about Baltimore. Like they are an honest, upfront organization from the top down like my last year i was going into my last year there and i met with the gm and you know it came off a good year not a bunch of stats but you know mm-hmm. we had a good year we won the division first time in five years we had the number one defense in the league and yeah this yada 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 but i met with the gm he's like hey eric like you know you know how much we love and appreciate you but we're we may be looking to to getting a little younger and faster in the back end and mm-hmm. for you to come back you might have to take a pay cut and you know, I was like, look, I, I think there's probably 10 other people that deserve a pay cut before me. And, <laughs> yeah. and holding it down. you know, yeah. So, but hey, that's what they felt. That's what they believed. And I can respect them. Like at the end of the day, we just want to be upfront and honest with us. Like we don't stop, always stop have to be. Straight. Yeah. Just if you don't want me or if you don't feel like I'm getting it done, then then that's your opinion. I may not agree with you, but at least I can respect you for being a man and saying it to my face. Yeah, and yeah. you know that's this—that's the direction they wanted to go, and and you know that's why I still have a great relationship with them, and you know then you know other organizations like San Diego just lied and manipulated and and put my name in the trash can and dumped it out there on the on the streets. Like so I was going to ask you, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Go? So I that that but you know when you <clears throat> I heard you was like man if if you, if you had to retire with a team, you would, you know, want to retire a Raven. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, you had some great years um, in San Diego, some good teams, some great teams, um, great teammates, some future Hall of Famer teammates, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. I just kind of wonder, you know, like what happened with that? Man, I think I could probably talk for an hour about that, <laughs> that whole situation. I'll try to give you the Cliff Notes version. There's like yeah. I, I look at myself as two different stints in San Diego. My first six years in San Diego with Norv and AJ Smith and Buddy Nix and that you know that front office, and then when Telesco came in and McCoy and all those other things, I really don't look at myself as, as played for them during those those three years. Uh, yeah, you know the way. It's just hard to hard to explain. Like, I'll put it like this: You guys come off an All Pro Pro Bowl year, first team All Pro, uh, Pro Bowl, and you're going in your last year of your contract, mm-hmm. right? And you're thinking, all right, like uh, this would this time as good as any is talk about a contract extension and, and retire <laughs> charger, right. right? Like, I don't know, I don't know what more you need to do. So this was after year eight, and. Uh, 
you know, you continue to get blown off. They don't return your calls, blah, 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 blah. And then. That shit sounds you know, familiar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know. We, we all go DM through too. it. Right. And yeah. I mean, you know, Telesco came from, from uh, Indy. So, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and that's, some, that's, that's what people, a lot of people don't really get from, uh, from our standpoint because it's. People throw around a culture thing a lot, right? And obviously, we talked about from the player standpoint, like it's really about the the guys that are most respected, and a lot of times getting paid the most really setting the standard. You see it with with mm-hmm. Popovich and Tim Duncan, or you know Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan. Like it's got to be that guy because that's the dynamic in pro sports. So the best players gonna be getting paid ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars a year. Coach probably getting five or six. So those guys got to kind of set the standard. You got to hold each other accountable. But the other yeah. side of that is. You know the front office ownership head coach like how are those guys setting the standards setting the culture For who sure. are they paying when are they paying them are they rewarding got the right guys in the players eyes you know what i mean that yeah. like all, all that matters and ties in i think a lot of people don't see that and and you know it's hard to it is business like you said but especially when you're still in the primary career like you said you're going after year eight first team all pro like that's that's prime years of safety yeah. like you expect yeah, I mean, to be treated a certain way and if you're not you're gonna take it personal yeah, and it, it was just difficult to go from January, February, March, April, and, you know, my agent walks through the, at the combine and they walk right by him and ignore him. Or yep. we give numerous calls and they don't return our calls. So off-season workouts come and I'm like, they, I haven't even talked to them. Why am I going to go out of my way and do all this <laughs> yeah. stuff? So I skipped nah, all that you. stuff, skipped all that stuff. And then a week before the mandatory mini camp, it was a big, like, big story. Is Eric going to show up? Is Eric going to be like, of course I'm going to show up. I'm, like, I'm not going to get fined for something yeah, yeah. stupid, right? Well, Telesco gets out there on the radio and basically does an interview and says, you know, there's, you know, we're not in negotiations with Eric. We're not going to look to extend him. You know, what he's asking for is just ludicrous. Wow. You know, we can't even, we can't even come to an agreement on a price and I'm like, I'm hearing this and I'm like, you have literally lied to the entire world. We have not, <laughs> we have not spoken to him once. Right. Yeah. Not one. I mean, not once, not like hi, bye, nothing. So mm-hmm. you're basically telling the whole world. I'm the bad guy. I want X amount of money. I'm like, look, I'm about to be 30. I understand age, all this other crap. Like, I never said anything about highest paid safety. I never said anything about other than I want to retire a charger. That's the yeah. only thing I ever said to anybody, right? right. So minicamp comes around, and after the first practice, I get up there. I wasn't even scheduled to do a press conference. I went up there and did it myself <laughs> and had it all went down, every note, everything I, I uh, had written down and, and called him out on everything he lied about. And yeah. I said, oh, wow. this will be <laughs> – I said, this will be the last time I talk about my contract. I'm playing this year out, and I'm moving forward. I'm moving on. And I called him out about his lies. I said, it's hard for me to even understand someone saying about money and wanting this amount of dollars when I haven't spoken to him once. My agent hasn't spoken to him once. So how can he say something like this? So that was like the beginning of the end. So later that afternoon, one of the little runner guys says – Eric Tom wants to see you. And I'm like, yes, he's going to cut me. <laughs> I could go somewhere, you know, someone who yeah, wants right. me, pay right. me. 
So I get up there in this in this room, and I kid you not, I I don't know how I didn't jump across the table and kill this guy. <laughs> so he so we're just we're just kind of. He's like, you want to sit down? I'm like, no, I don't want to sit down. What do you want? Like, what what's up? He's like, we gotta stop doing this. Like, we can't keep going back and forth. I'm like, you're the one that started this and lied and put out on the in the radio that that I want all this demands like mm-hmm. wh- who are you kidding did you not think i was gonna stand up for myself yeah and he's like eric but he's like eric i can remember like it was yesterday and you know me i'm not gonna lie like i tell how it is if right. you're a bum you're a bum if you're good <laughs> you're good like it's just it's just me if you don't like it i don't really care yeah so so i he's like eric he's like you gotta listen he's like he's like where you know it it is it is hard for a guy to get a third contract with the same team. And I, and I, and as he said this, I said, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, it happens all the time. Like, yeah. What are you, what are you talking about? Especially when they're first Especially. team all pro. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, man, those guys are special. Like they got to do, you know, there are unique guys in this league. And, and he's like, Eric, and he looks me in my eyes. He's like, Eric, and he's like, those guys that get a third contract, those guys are like hall of fame type guys. And we just don't think that about you. And mm-hmm. I said, I looked down and said, this will be the last time we ever speak. I walked out, and those are the last words I've ever spoken to that man. Man. That's crazy, man. So I went – so so I'll, I'll give you the fast-forward note. So the six weeks before camp, I come back to camp. And mind you, A.B., you guys have been in, this, in a spot for a number of years. Imagine that whole building, people you've met and they, became and close they, with. They love you. They blackballed me, bro. <laughs> I walked. I'd walk down the hallway to say hi to someone, and they would completely ignore me. Like wow, as if I was invisible. And this after not, eight years. I am not kidding. It it was like, it was the worst year I have ever had to go through in my life. Just wow. literally, people that you have fought for, people that you have gotten jobs for, people yeah. who got you got the DC job. Mm-hmm. Mm. just kick me to the curb man i would i would have never i would have never imagined that yeah that's crazy man uh, but you people, see it you see it people man in that building just come like act like i would like i had never had never been there so hey. go ahead no nah, i was just like i said i'm i'm, I'm baffled by it, man just y'all had a, a a good thing going man um because i would i would think you know, in my mind, you know, obviously playing with the Colts, a lot of times, you know, we would meet y'all in the regular season. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. meet y'all in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it yep. went. You know what I mean? And um, just looking, you know, out from the outside looking in, you know, just seemed like, you know, y'all had really all the pieces to really um, get to that 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 place. Step. You know what I'm next saying? Step. That next step. So, um, and always kind of looked at you as being one of those those guys that would, a pillar retire, guy, a pillar guy that, that was would, a pillar like, guy like yeah. said, that will retire a uh, a charger man. So for yeah. you to for for me to hear that man, it's 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 it's, it's crazy. But like I said, it happened man. It sounds like a yeah. um a story of another guy that I knew that played um in Indy. Yeah, played the 41. same position. Forty one man. It was <laughs> kind of one of one of them things, man. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, man, I mean, it, it, we we go through stuff like that, and and teams bad mouth your name, but when when your daughter's in the halftime show mm-hmm. and you get fined for watching her conduct detrimental to the team 
for watching your daughter in the cheerleaders do a halftime show. I mean, that wow. just tells you what the organization is. Yeah, all that's, that, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that, that's bad ball. That just tells you right there. It's, it's bad ball. They don't run the right way. And, you know, so after that season, I didn't even know if I wanted to play anymore, quite honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. miserable every year, not happy. You've had, you had teammates that wouldn't stick up for you. You had coaches not stick up for you. I mean, it, it, it was just like the everyone turned their back on you, which, you know, a lot of times the players can't stay, you know, they just can't. And, and yes. I get that. But yeah. there were some players that could. And I remember the players that could have, and they yeah. didn't. Mm-hmm. And, and I always remember that. Like, yeah, they're still friends, and I'm still cordial. But at the end of the day, if the roles right. were reversed, I would have stuck up I would have stuck up for you. He's and playing. That, and, and, yep. You're not putting him on an R. You can travel with the team. And if not, I'm not playing. Like, yeah. that's just that's just how I am. I'm loyal. Mm-hmm. To a fault, and I'm so gonna ride that with my part guys. Of, that's, that's part of the culture. Once yeah. again, yes. type of locker room yeah. you're in. Because I, I we we've been in situations. I know Twine, you weren't still on the team, but um, we had a D coordinator one time come out, and it was his first year as a D coordinator, and he came out and he just said some, uh, just some bad stuff about a rookie cornerback. And you know, coaches, you know, rookies are rookies, but at the same time, as a coach, you don't go out and say certain things to the media. 100%. And you know, I felt like I was in a position. Uh, Vontae was still there at the time. I'm like, yeah, we got to highlight because this was his first year. Maybe he don't know any better. Yeah, hey, we got to holler. We got, we got, we got to set him straight. And that, mm-hmm. and that was that. And he was, he respected us. He went and apologized to the player, and went out and apologized to the media after. And that was handled. Yeah. And it was never an issue after that. But yeah. I feel like, um, you know, especially when when somebody putting you in a bad light, and the guys that know what you're about, you know what you're standing at. If you're a piece of shit, and it's like, all right, you know, forget him. But if you're a guy. Right. I know from the outside looking in, I definitely respected your game, and it looked like your mm-hmm. teammates respected and loved you. Anybody I talked to around the league, same thing. So that's really, really odd that that would be the situation in, in, in a player like you who, you know, seemed like you took care of business on the field for sure and off the field. That's that's, yeah. that's wild. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so, so then, you know, that year I was struggling about playing, and then obviously I had a bunch of teams that – that uh, were interested when I was a free agent and Baltimore just went out of their way and, and was, uh, you know, when you just feel it, like you feel like a team wants you, appreciates you, knows what you can bring to their organization. I mean, it's, it was, uh, it was something that you needed. We all want to be, we all want to be liked. We all want to be loved. We all want to be appreciated. Right. At the end of the day Mm -hmm. and, and respected. And that's what they gave me. And, you know, as as much as I wanted to play my last year out there and retire Raven, like it didn't end up there. But at least they were honest and upfront with me, and and I enjoyed literally every second from the day I signed in March of sixteen till I got yeah. cut in Jan- February of nineteen. Like I I can't say a bad word about them. And when it's like right. that, I mean that's what that's what it should be like. That's sure. the way the guys should be treated. And yeah. it's not like that. And and that's the unfortunate part of this game. And you know, people want to say, well, it's just a job. Leave your emotions out there. It's not just a job, man. Yeah. It's, these are my right. brothers out here. Right. Like mm-hmm. you, you, we, we live and die for each other. Like my, my family and four kids take a backseat for six months because they're second on the totem pole. And that's just yep. the reality of it. And, that, and that's real. And yep. yeah. And to say like, Oh, keep your emotions inside or don't worry about it. Or it's like, yeah. oh, you, you can't worry <laughs> about it. Like I'm putting my life on the line for these guys right. and this team and this organization. And you're telling me, if a guy talks bad about me, I'm just going to have to take it? No, yeah. no, no. And a, a lot of times, I, as I got older, I've realized this. A lot of these uh, decision makers, personnel guys, they get caught up in, in the in the hype, too. They get caught up in the names and the this mm. and the that as opposed to – because as players, 
you could turn the film on and be like, yo, this dude is nice. This dude is yep. he, he, if, okay, sure. that guy's the highest pay. Okay, I I, 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 I get have, it. I, I see that. Yeah. I understand that. Then sometimes you'll see like maybe because of a name or a team they're playing on, whoa, whoa, whoa. That don't really <laughs> add up. And then when you sit down with the actual decision makers, you understand why those decisions have been made. Because they will sit down and tell you, oh, you know, we don't think you're a Hall of Fame guy or it's hard to get a third contract. Like that's because if I'm looking at it as a DB and it's like, okay, if I can get a safety right now, like you'll be up there on the top of that mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. As far as guys, I want to lock in for a long term deal because not only is he gonna handle his business on the field, but he's a great locker room guy. So like, yeah, that I don't understand how guys how that part of it is missed so much, and um, it is it, crazy. I feel, I feel like that's why you know more players, more former players need to be in position of you know making decisions. You see John Lynch doing a great job out in San Fran. You see Indeed, Rabel doing a really good job in uh yep. Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. yeah. You know, Mike Ron Rivera, he's been doing a good he's he's got the GM and head coach job, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. getting healthy soon. But you see guys like that, they are put in position to make those decisions. I feel like they miss more when it comes to like, you know, culture guys. You know, definitely. I mean, I, they're they're afraid of confrontation, they're afraid yeah. of communication. Like yep. it's like, do you think we're like we're not we're not normal people at the end of the day? Like you can't just talk to us. <laughs> it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. The people that know how to communicate and just Get their point across face to face are the yeah. are the ones that that do that well as an organization. Done. Yeah, that's all you want. That's the all you want. Somebody just shoot it to you straight, man. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. but to, to the football part, real quick, got to get to this. Yeah, got to get to the football part. So, um, watching your game from the outside in, um, you know, one of your strengths, I would say, is knowing what the hell is going on pre-snap, knowing how to anticipate. <laughs> Uh, getting guys around you lined up, that's that's critically important, not only with what you're doing, but making sure everybody else around you is on the same page. I was reading something earlier. Um, it was kind of talking about how early you picked up on Wade's uh, system in uh, L.A. when you got out there. I don't know they were still in St. Louis, but L.A. when you got out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you go up? Like, what do you think, was it coaches from your background, or what do you think helped you the most when it came to, you know, game prepping and just being always knowing kind of been one step ahead? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, uh, I mean, we're all, we all know, you know, we're all, we're all super gifted, right? Athletically, like if we're not, we wouldn't even have a chance in the league, right? Yeah. Uh, we're all fast. We're all can jump fairly good, blah, 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 quick. But what separated me from myself, and I knew it was just my mind and how I could process information and, and be able to just, pick up things fairly quickly, right? I could look at a defense and, you know, without even really taking notes down, I could get it. I could, I could understand and get it right then. Know the checks, know the calls within a few minutes. And then, Mm -hmm. then on top of that, writing it down and rewriting it down, like just Mm -hmm. cemented it, right? Cemented it. And, you know, honestly, like when I look at a defense, I, I immediately look at what are the weaknesses of this defense? How are teams going to attack it? Like I, I look at, those things more so than the rotation or where a guy's lined. Is he lined up in the shade? Is he lined up head up? Like all those things is like secondary when I, when I, when I study and, and look at defense, I'm looking at more as an offensive mind right. of how are the teams going to attack us? How That's are, right. where are the weakness? If they get in this formation, what is our check? You know, they get an empty, depending on where the wideout is, are we going to double him? Are we going to check the coverage yep. to that side? Like, all the little intricacies that, as you guys know, some defenses and some secondary coaches go through that stuff, and other times they don't. And then you get in a game and you get that. 
<laughs> yeah, you get in that situation and you're caught with your pants down. Yeah. So right. uh, I think that's what helped me. And and then as you get older and more comfortable and you trust yourself and you start to grow as a player, you realize that our only our only the only way we can affect the offense is before the snap, right? Yeah. By disguising, by disguising. moving. Yeah. And and understanding what you're doing and everyone else doing and being able to manipulate what the quarterback is seeing. And and I just felt like that was a strength that we needed to do. And it started back in the indie days when we played Peyton and how many times he'd <laughs> audible and check mm-hmm. that we were like, listen, if he's going to audible and check, we need to audible and check. Got or to. Got to. we need to get out or get to a new pressure or reload the pressure to the other side. Like that's what we got to get to. And going through those games and battles helped me as a player and then as a guy that could translate and, and you know, express those feelings of these are where the defenses need to go. Like I, I agree. If, That's how you if get we more stay where, yeah, if we stay where we're at, we're going to just get annihilated by these annihilated. offenses. We are already behind. Dictate it. Yeah, of exactly. course. You can't hit. You can't make plays on the ball. Like, mm-hmm. what else do you want us to do? So, <laughs> so I just felt like, you know, that's what separated me and and made me more valuable compared to others is just the mental side that I would bring to the game. Now that's dope. So I was going to ask you, and you kind of just uh, <clears throat> spoke on it, where in your playing days, like you know, I know it was you know when we played uh, you guys, when we played uh, the New-, New England Patriots, those were the weeks where I was like, okay, well, as a safety, as one of those guys on the defense, I really got to be on my A game. Not saying that I don't have to be on my A game those other weeks, but playing against these type quarterbacks, they're always going to be – it's going to be like a chess game out there. So um, what what quarterback or quarterbacks was that for you or what offenses was that for you? I know you said Indy, but anybody else out there where you really kind of had to hone in during the week? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I played Tom, I mean – I think five times, five or six times in my course of my career, and I didn't beat him once. So uh, that that's frustrating. <laughs> uh, Peyton, I always enjoyed Peyton because I knew the mental side of the game was every snap. Like you literally every snap, and if you weren't on it, or if you had a slight mistake, or were late on a rotation, or late on a check, it Taking was a touchdown. Advantage of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those those guys, Brett Favre. I mean, I had him. I played against him late, Green Bay my rookie year, and then the Jets and then Minnesota. So he was still firing it, and, and that guy just was unconscious. And <laughs> he was a gun. He put me of yes. a gunslinger. Gun yes, slinger. for sure. Like, didn't matter if he was covered or not. Like, he trusted yeah. his arm, trusted his the ball. Like, it would get there. Uh, you know, I loved Phillip and competing against him in practice. A lot like Peyton, he was he was so mental mentally into it with the – with the old line, I mean, the guy made every check, every line call, every audible like Peyton, uh, and then playing against him my my uh, last year in Baltimore, we played him at L.A. and then we had him in the playoffs first round, and it gave me a better, a greater appreciation of just how great Philip is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe limited in some time, some some things with his arm, you know, compared to others, but the mental side and the command and the leadership, it was. It was fun. It was just fun to be in that game and be on the other side of it when I was on his side for so many years. Uh, and then, and then you're talking about the new offenses, like with with Mahomes and Jesus Lamar last year, just completely. Oh, I, see. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it was like I'm not gonna lie. Like I, 
very rarely in my career where I felt like I didn't know where the ball was. Like it, <laughs> it would, it would be, you know, he'd be going through those, those reads yeah. and he would be five steps with the ball. And I, I didn't know he had it. Yeah. And it yeah. was just, you know, I knew, I knew he was super talented. Uh, I didn't know he would make that big of a jump that quickly. that quick, that yeah. quick, right? Oh, everybody off guard with that. I didn't, no, I didn't be- see MVP this this early. I saw MVP no. possibly in his, at some point in his career, but not in yeah. Shit, year one as a full time starter. Yes. Really, if you look I at mean, it. the guy. The guy is like twenty two and three as a starter. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. It's just, yeah. I mean, he sparked our team my last year there, his rookie year, and and that just shows you again, like the organization, like they completely revamped the entire offense and built it around Lamar. Yep. How many teams every year try to plug in that quarterback mm-hmm. and try to fit that quarterback in so what have, they're yep. doing? It's like, you guys, that you don't have great. a clue. You yeah, and they, they, they had a great, they had great, great, great front office leadership from, from Ozzie Newsom for so long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Eric just kind of stepped in that role. Yep. So to be I mean, able Eric's to, been uh, under Ozzie for 20-plus yeah, years learning. Yeah, so we groomed him. Earned yep. his earned every everything that that he got and you know but I would I mean th- Lamar Lamar our first off season and in training camp I'm not gonna lie like I love Lamar death and I still talk to him but he was having trouble completing a five yard hitch let mm-hmm. alone yeah. reading defenses and making throws on the fly so yeah. that's what impressed me the most last year yeah. is him being able to. Oh, ID man. defense. ID and defense. You can t- yeah. you can watch film and tell when a quarterback knows what the hell's going on. Because some guys just come 100%. out and they just kind of – I feel like I see a lot of that with Baker Mayfield, honestly. I don't feel like he understands what's really going on yeah. on the side of him. When I see Lamar, and obviously the defense will have to be simpler because of mm-hmm. the different oh, level attack. Yeah. yeah, but he, he motions somebody out or shifts to empty. Like, you could tell a blitz is coming. You know, he knows exactly what's going on. That was but uh, that's- most impressive. But like you said, like that's what you know, playing against a player like a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, that's what it does. Like for like against a, a defensive coordinator, like you can't bring. I, I don't think you can have a whole bunch of packages because of that, uh, that that dual ability. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The read option, the things of that nature. Like that's just you need two weeks to prepare for that. If you're gonna run fire <laughs> zones, if you're gonna have cover four, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you, it's, so, it's so many responsibilities of, oh, who has the dive, who has the pitch, who has the quarterback. So you'll yep. be in meet rooms for four, <laughs> yeah. for, for all, all like for, all, all day. day. You know what I mean? Watching, somebody got to be watching at all <laughs> exactly. times. Period. Exactly. It's hard to just call man, <laughs> mm-hmm. really. But, uh, yeah. So, so um, for- hold on. Let me, let me let me get this one in. While we yeah. on these quarterbacks, and you talked about Phil. Uh, Earlier, obviously, he's on our former team, the Colts now. Obviously, mm-hmm. much later in his career. But what are your thoughts on him? What's your ex- expectations for him down there at the Colts? Got a real good old line, two good running backs, good 100%. weapons around him, good defense. I, what, what you I expect think, from him? I, I think they're full-heartedly they'll win the division. And how far they go in the playoffs is up to the entire team. And, and when, listen, when Phil gets hot and you protect him, it, I don't care what you deal on defense. Like, he's – the problem is, the is, yes, he's gonna he's gonna know where the ball is going. He's gonna know where the blitz is coming from. That that's never been the problem. It's just if he can't protect him, he's not the that type of quarterback. He ain't gonna get yeah. out of the uh, get out of trouble. Hey, Lamar yeah, Jackson. Just, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. So, and what he's gonna bring to the team is second to none. Just the belief, the, the leadership, and the that's work what I want to say. He's confident. Like for me, yes. from the times from the times you know I played him, no, he he talks trash. He's very confident in his abilities. You know what I'm saying, and and I think you know 
a fairly young team, man, that's what the Colts need. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a great, a great addition. Uh, you know, he's going to just inspire those guys. He knows the system. I mean, you're talking about the best O-line. Well, arguably the best O-line in the league. Yeah. And then you're plugging in a guy that and when he's on, I mean, he's a top five, top 10 quarterback and making throws all across the yard. So I expect a great season, not only for him, but for Indy. I mean, that that was just the one thing that's been holding them back without luck there. Yeah. Uh, you know, the defense has been, gosh, who would have thought their defense would have been so good the last couple of years with all those young guys mm -hmm. in there, Leonard, yeah, and, you know, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. uh, I think the fans in the organization are, are going to be pleasantly surprised. I don't think they'll be surprised, but they're going to get more than they could have ever dreamed of with, with Philip there. I mean, to get a guy like that is, I mean, that never happens. Especially yeah, yeah, yeah. now in this day. I mean, like it's like Tampa getting a guy like Tom Brady, like Tom Brady, who would have right. ever thought that, you know, yeah, that's and wild. now they get a, they get a guy like that to just run the show and <laughs> still can throw the ball as good as anybody with all those weapons. Like, Holy smokes. Have fun trying to defend that team. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, shoot, man. We don't want to keep you too much longer, man. We got a couple yeah, questions, man. man, from um from, from Twitter, man. Um yeah. we're gonna shoot them out to you, man. See what you see what you think, man. Um one from uh Richie Perez. Um, Mr. Weddle, my friend hit you up about sending a jersey to get signed, and you were awesome about it. Is that something that you do often? And also, what do you think about the Rams on hard knocks? First, uh, yeah, if anyone ever uh, – well, I used to. I deleted Twitter from my phone about four days ago. So if you guys ever <laughs> hit me up on Twitter, I will not be responding anytime <laughs> soon just because I just couldn't handle the negativity. I couldn't man, handle just bad, the man. landscape yeah. of this country. So, I, And honestly, I have it has been so refreshing, just my mind and – energy and time just not focused on that crap anymore so yeah. whenever i do get back on shoot me a message and i do always do that stuff for the fans it's, it's something that i'll always do and love doing and then the rams i think the rams are going to be a surprise team i was with them last year i love their head coach i'm close with him the foundation is there the young guys got to step up i mean you lose a guy like Gurley, brandon cooks uh you know, the, you can't just say you're going to replace them with a with uh, a young, non-experienced player. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Got to yeah. prove it. I think their defense will be better with the new D coordinator and the system, and the, it'll be able to accentuate the the star players that they have on that defense. So, mm -hmm. but that division's tough, man. That division's is. tough. Yeah, it Arizona, is. Arizona uh, coming. Seattle's yeah, already there. Um, the Niners. The Niners fresh off the Super Bowl, so. Yes. Yeah. Dogfight yeah, yeah, every yeah. week, but I wouldn't sleep on them. Uh, I think everyone's kind of. I'm sleep on them. <laughs> I'm definitely sleep. I don't, believe, I don't believe in golf. I feel like um, McVay's a good, definitely a good coach, but I feel like the coordinator's going to somewhat catch up to him like they did last year. Um, and then the, just those, it's going to be hard to sustain a team and build it with those contracts, so. I don't yeah, they, they, too negative. And it's a tough crazy. division, like you said. Yep. So um you know, they you got, got some work to do, but yeah, but most we'll see. We'll see. Uh I think I think they'll listen, we had six games last year where we were three point three points or touchdown or less, and we didn't win any of them, and we went nine and seven. So yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you're on the right side of those. You make the playoffs. If you aren't, then you're not. I mean, we all know those, that's what it comes down to. It's, it's going to be, you're very rarely do you get blown out in this league. And uh, you got to come up clutch in the fourth quarter. So I'm hoping hoping they, they bounce back. I'll be rooting for them and the Ravens for sure. Cool. One more, man. We're going to let you get out of here. This is from at B.575 Will. Um, Do you come back? No, my fault is at B.575. Will you come back to coach and be more? And I will add something to that. Um, if not be more, do you have, do you see coaching in your future at all? That's a good question. And, you know, I thought about it for me personally, nothing, none of that's going to happen for at least a few years down the road. Uh, my kids, uh, as you guys know, when when you play and everything revolves around you, what you Mm -hmm. need to get done for the day in the off season, what do I need to get done? Then, then we can have family time. Right. And mm-hmm. as much as you try to mitigate that of I'll get up at five and get it done. It, it's just, it's, it's time. And I, and I've sacrificed my family for 13 years. So for me to say, I'm going to go coach and, and leave my family or bring them like, it's just not relevant right now. Uh, and I don't know when that time is going to come. And honestly, doing the management and scouting is a little bit more intriguing and, and I think would be more of a challenge than just going in and trying to be a coach. Cause putting the team together. Yeah, yeah. Like, like doing all those little things and really looking at a guy what's inside his chest, right? What does he have a heart? What's his mind? Like, you know, what drives him? Like all those things that get looked past in a lot of teams, it's all height, weight, speed and this and that. Yeah, It's like, do you not, do you not look at what the film says? Do they shows don't. like yeah, they it's, don't. It's, yeah, it's, it's like they're, they're all trying the Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. They're trying I mean, to all cover mm-hmm. themselves if they're wrong. And, all and these anal- just, all these analytics and all yeah, this yeah, other crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. All yeah. this stuff is hogwash. Yeah, I, I definitely but, think you'll be a good ass GM. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. and then and then I would have all the people that work with me will be all ex players. I could tell yeah, you that right now. And and I won't. I won't have no one, no one that if you never played, don't even come talk to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, sorry. Like there are some great coaches out there that haven't played and I'm not disrespecting mm-hmm. them in yep. that way. But if I'm running my program and you haven't been in the fire, then how are you going to go scout this kid or no? How yeah, you gonna that's, know? Real. that's real. I mean, that's... you you could say is, you know, as much as you want, but at the end of the day, you were never in that position. You were never taking on a double team, right? You were never mm-hmm. making yeah. an open field tackle and trying to tell me that I got a shuffle or I got a <laughs> sprint shuffle or like, you don't know. Okay? You I'm going to try to do it with my coach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to do it, but at the end of the day, I'm going to get them down however I can. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm going right? to shoot my shot or hopefully yeah. my, 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 my yeah. comrades is on the way. You know what I'm saying? That's the fact. As long as you make them stop or whatever. So, so I don't know. Like, uh, I think someday I'll, I'll get back into it. Uh, but I look forward to coaching my son on Pop Warner. I look forward wow. to supporting my girls in basketball and cheerleading and being there and not missing anything. Yeah. Uh, so until that, until the kids are out, you know, it's, it's going to be a while, but you never know. You never know. Wow. And there's no team in San Diego and I built this beautiful <laughs> home, my dream home here. And yeah. I want to enjoy it. Not yeah, looking at sure. pictures from a thousand miles away. I hear that. Nah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we get a job in Green Bay. Nah, it's great. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, straight off that. <laughs> great. 
Nah, man. But uh, once again, man, we appreciate it. Um, definitely Hell a lot yeah. of conversation, man. The insight. Um, and once again, man, appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. Always good to appreciate see you guys you, and keep in touch, man. It's always good to see familiar faces that that you love and respect, man. We're all we're all brothers and we're all we're all family once we get out. So we gotta take care of each other. Yes, sir. Uh, always. All right, man. Take care. Right, Stay boys, healthy man. out there. Be good. You too.